0: Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a 6th degree black belt in the uh, universal martial art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo martial art. I'm also a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over two years of Kabuta Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now, um, our topic today in uh, Cobra Kai Reference uh, is seen throughout the, um, the Karate Kid movies and Cobra Kai show. Anytime they are getting ready to do the martial arts. Um, one of the things that's done before martial arts training is stretching. Okay, so I believe I've used this topic before. We discussed the partner stretching that Terry Silver did to Daniel. Which is not usually a good thing to do. But today we're gonna to be focusing on many different types of stretches, stretching, flexibility, and also meditation. So today's topic is stretching and meditation, part two. Now, a little personal history on this. Uh, you know, flexibility has been something that uh, I've always been impressed with, uh, mainly because. Uh, I've never been really, really that flexible. I, I know how much it helps in martial arts to be bendy and to have good range of motion. Okay. However, though, for my age, I am more flexible than most people. Okay. Uh, with an impressive range of motion. Okay, and I can tell uh, when I lift my leg to do a side kick how much I can get my hip back, and I know that uh, people that have never done martial art training or kept in physical shape um, are usually very limited in what they can do uh, based on jobs or um, career paths that they've chosen. Now, um, currently, I, uh, I focus on maintaining a safe amount of flexibility for health and function, okay? But we need to take it further. And I want to take it further in my personal training as well. So we're going to discuss some some things today. Now, um, in stretching and meditation, um, we're going to be discussing different um, types today. We're not going to go into too much detail or too much examples on this. Uh, We'll probably have another podcast of this one at a later date, just like we did before. Okay? So this topic is a, um, has a wide range, um, so it can be discussed many times. So anyways, without further ado, um, there are the seven best types of stretching, okay? We're gonna look at each one. Um, evaluating the various types of stretching can be difficult. Understanding and knowing the difference between each stretching technique can help you decide which one will suit your specific needs. For example, we have static stretching. Now, static stretching is the most common. This static stretch is executed by extending the targeted muscle group to its maximal point and holding it for about 30 seconds. Um, Static stretching is usually best done after a workout. Now, the next one is dynamic stretching. Now, this type of stretching requires the use of continuous movement patterns that mimic the exercises or sport to be formed, to be performed. It is a good way to warm up for your sport, like martial arts, and has shown to improve performance. Okay? Now, one of the examples of that um, in the martial art world is stretch kicks. Stretch kicks are an example of dynamic stretching. Now, the next one is active stretching. Now, this type of stretching involves uh, muscles actively holding a stretch position with the opposing muscle group. This stretch technique can be held for only two seconds at a time and repeated for several repetitions, okay? Um, For example, um, the Flamingo Pose, um, when you grab your ankle and stretch out the quad, while standing up, and you kind of hold it for a couple seconds and then release it. That's an example of active stretching. The next one is ballistic stretching. This type of stretching is typically used for athletic drills and minima and utilizes repeated bouncing movement to stretch the targeted muscle group. Okay, um, I guess one example of this is the bouncing shoulders. Um, Drill that we do in class. Okay, so when you bounce your shoulders up and down to kind of loosen them up uh, Before punching uh, that's an example of the ballistic stretches The next one is the myofascial release This type of stretches stretches uses a foam roller or similar device To release tension improve flexibility in deep tissue and underlying muscle Back and forth movements are performed over an area of of 2 to 6 inches for about 30 to 60 seconds. Your individual's pain tolerance will determine how much pressure applied to the target area. I use this one quite a bit. Um, I actually did a class on it one time in a uh, foam roller class. Okay, Foam roller, if done correctly, um, is a great way to get yourself um, back on track. Okay, I like to call it back on track. Um, I suffer a little bit from my neck being overly straight. Um, so sometimes I will use the foam roller uh, on my neck to relax the muscles, especially in the back, and to, um, to get that natural curve of the neck spine that's supposed to be there. Okay, so I do that um, on a continuous basis over the years. Um, the next one is the proprioceptive new neuromuscular facilitation, or also abbreviated as PNF. Okay. This stretch uses receptors to improve nerves and muscle responses in the body. The flexibility gain can be maintained by doing PNF stretches of minimum of rem- one repetition at least two times a week. There are different ways to do PNF: contract, contract, relax, contract, hold, relax, and so on. Usually, PNF is performed with the help of a partner, but you can do it on your own with a towel for resistance. Okay, Um, that uses a little bit of biofeedback in the brain as well to um, to to tell certain muscles to relax, um, so that you. can feel which muscle you're using the last one is functional stretching okay this type of stretching is something relatively new to fitness but has proven to be very successful to improve flexibility in their athletes athletes mainly use free weights to train coordination speed and balance all highly specific to the movement okay Um, sometimes I do this with light weights Okay, so at light weights, I can help with functional stretching, so that I don't have to worry about overdoing it with the heavier weight. Okay, uh, sometimes uh, bodybuilders, uh, bodybuilding program I used to follow, use this functional stretching uh, with light weights first to get yourself warmed up, and then you would start to do the heavier weights later after your body is uh, has the full range of motion capabilities. Here's some. Uh, here's a quick recap of things to remember static stretching is usually used after your workout Uh, dynamic stretching is used as a warm-up remember not to hold your breath when stretching and then stretching should never be painful okay so i hope this um the stretching part of this is a good basis for uh, further discussions and we'll go into more detail on on some of these later okay so since we are talking about meditation today I thought we'd uh, discuss the nine types of meditation. Nine types of meditation. So we're going wide range in all this, explaining what these are so that you have some um, uh, beginning knowledge. Just like me, sometimes some of these are a little bit newer to me. I I tend to go to certain ones or gravitate turns towards certain ones and um, uh, you can pick and choose. Okay, just like with the seven types of best types of stretching. Now you can do the nine types of meditation, okay? So let's quickly go through these. Uh, first of all, there's mindful meditation. You pay attention to your thoughts as they pass through your mind. Um, you don't judge the thoughts or become involved with them. You simply observe them and take note of any patterns, okay? I've become very interested in this one over the years um, just because of um, the neural pathways that we choose to be repetitive on helps to it guides us in certain ways and it unguides us when we don't want to follow those same uh, neural pathways like a quicker response to anger for example anger is a neural pathway and if you tap into that neural pathway quite a bit then you tend to get angry a lot easier and quicker so Okay, um, spiritual meditation. Okay, now I'm using the example that I'm most familiar with just because um, that's my upbringing. Okay, so feel free to change it. Um, example is uh, Christian... Con- con- completed, I can't to talk uh, Christian... <laughs> Basically, I'm going to... Just because of the purpose of the podcast, I'm just going to... Uh, Christian prayer. Okay, it's basically what they're saying. Um, spiritual meditation can be practiced at home or in a place of worship. This uh, practice is beneficial for those who seek spiritual growth and a deeper connection to a higher power or spiritual force. Okay, so that one's uh, very popular with me as well because um, I was born and raised a, a Christian. So, Okay, uh, next one. Focused meditation. Okay. focus meditation. Now we're going to focus on this one later. Okay, so later in our podcast we're going to bring that one back up again. Okay. Also, the next one, movement meditation. We're also going to discuss that later in the podcast. Okay, but it is one of the nine. Uh, we're going to focus on it. So we're doing mantra meditation. This type of meditation is, uses a repetitive sound to clear the mind. It can be a word, phrase, or sound. One of the most common. Being, um. <laughs> so that's the most common one that the people people make fun of. Anyways, um, next next form of meditation is the uh, transcendental meditation. That refers to a specific practice designed to quiet the mind and induce a state of calm and peace. It involves the use of a mantra. The next one is progressive re- relaxation. This form of meditation involves slowly tightening and relaxing one muscle group at a time throughout the body. In some cases, it may also encourage you to imagine a gentle wave flowing through your body to help release any tension, okay? Um, That's a lot like one of the the stretches that we, we talked about earlier, okay? And I've actually done the gentle wave flowing through your body. I've done that in a church retreat before. You kind of imagine the flow going from hand to hand, even though we weren't touching, and, and making sure the flow goes through the circle, okay? So you're in a circle with, with a bunch of people, and you put your hands almost touching, and you imagine the flow making a circle. It's kind of interesting, you know? I haven't done it in years, but I, I remember doing it. Um, next one, loving kindness meditation, okay? I think a lot of people could do this one um, in the uh, political... Um, scheme these days uh, because of how how divided uh, we are as a country. Um, It is used to strengthen feelings of compassion, kindness, and acceptance towards oneself and others. It is typically, it typically involves opening the mind to receive love from others and sending well wishes to loved ones, friends, acquaintances, and all living beings. Okay. So I think a lot of people could benefit from that one these days. And the next one is visualization meditation is a technique focused on enhancing feelings of relaxation, peace, and calmness by visualizing positive scenes, images, or figures. This practice involves imagining a scene vividly and using all five senses to add to as much detail as possible. It can also involve holding a beloved or honored figure in mind, with the intention of embodying their qualities. Okay, never heard about the last one, but uh, I've used this one before. I I need to use it again. Uh, One of my places was a place in Philmont, New Mexico, that that I went to when I was a freshman in high school and also a senior in high school. So I used to always use the same image to relax and it was uh, the Miranda um, Meadow there um, that we went to as Boy Scouts. Um, Okay, so um, during our podcast, we always talk about um, the um, work task. Our work task today was outlining for you these uh, seven uh, best types of stretching and nine types of meditation, okay? Now um, as part of our physical training today for martial arts, uh, we're going to kind of sum it up in just uh, one topic one type of meditation and that is the movement meditation. Okay. Now a lot of people have asked me this over the years and they, they haven't really gotten a great answer except for I keep on telling them the same thing. And that is, um, people say, I want to do Tai Chi. I'm like, okay, that's great. You know, Tai Chi is nice. um, I've seen it before and I don't have any problems with people doing it. It's just that, um, it's very complicated sometimes to learn something new. Um, If you're taking a martial art, for example, taking our martial art, or taking something similar to it, why not do whatever martial art you're doing, do it slower, okay? It sounds so simple. It's like, oh, just do it slower. Yeah. Yeah, so um, movement meditation is an active form of meditation where the movement guides you into a deeper connection with your body and the present moment, okay? Okay. Movement meditation is good for people who find peace in action and want to develop Body awareness. Okay, so in martial arts we develop body awareness. Okay, uh, we know um, where we're tight at We know where we can, can can Loosen up we know how to do a kick here or a kick there or a punch here um, And we know what what is our best arm or best leg and so on and so forth. Okay, and how how well they're developing um also, too, just a, a small comment. When I do teach, I'm very much in the present moment. Okay, and that's one thing that's different with people that are learning or not learning. Sometimes they're not in the present moment. I'm extremely in the present moment when I'm teaching. Okay, so I'm focusing right here, right now. not focusing on what they did before, what they did, uh, they're doing in the future. I focus right then, right then, and there what they're doing, what they're working on. Okay. Um, this kind of, doing your martial arts slower, sometimes you find um, a deeper understanding for the movement. Okay? Um, so for example, one of the blocks that we do in our martial arts is called an upward block, okay? If you do it a certain way, but you're not connected to it, you could sort of chump this block and cut straight across, okay? Instead of getting the beautiful circle. Uh, you could do too big of a circle, and that's the thing. It is on that on that, tip, tip, that particular block, is that you have to make sure that you're that you're evaluating how you're doing it, how you're moving. Um, so by doing things slower, you can actually add more details to the technique and improve it, improve the technique to be more efficient, uh, quicker, direct access using the whole body, staying relaxed, uh, and increasing your range of motion. So, um, there's nothing wrong with, with doing that. You just have to be very connected. Okay. Music does help, you know, a lot of times they have these AirPods, AirPods you can wear now and you can, you, you don't even have to worry about having cable, you know, you know, cords and stuff like that to accidentally upper punch. I've done that so many times. I had the, the, uh, earbuds in and I did an upper punch and I catch the cord. That's the punch I catch the most and then it'll knock the earbuds out of my ears. But you can put some relaxing music on, some yoga based music, and then do your martial art very slow and very connect to it in a very, very important way. So I want you to try that. Okay, so take your pattern, take your speed drills, maybe just do some shadow fighting too as well. We do this thing in in class I taught called Hanja Karugi or shadow fighting, where you just go from one technique to another. And then just, just um, you just see what flows, you know. Try different blocks, and if you find yourself doing repetitive motions like the same exact things, try and use your brain to connect to other things and open up your um, your uh, repertoire. Okay, and you'll be surprised at what you what you're capable of doing. Okay, so that is our physical training today. Now, as far as the mental training, we talked about focus meditation. Focused meditation involves concentration using any of the five senses. For example, you can focus on something internal, like your breath. Or you can bring in external influences to help you focus your attention, like music, sound, or a candle. Okay. Another thing I want to talk about that was more um, add to it um, is something that from my childhood, which is uh, I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons back in the day. And, of course, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan and Hobbit. And there's something called the Elven Reverly. Okay, Elven Reverly. Now, the, an example of this um, allows an elf to rest and acts as a memory tool to help elves maintain a sense of self throughout the centuries of their lives. So, in Dungeons and Dragons and in Lord of the Rings, they uh, elves don't sleep; they just meditate, sort of. So they kind of uh, they stand in like a dreamlike state, and they kind of lay down for a little bit, and they they have this dreamlike state where they just kind of be one with their thoughts and and past and memories and and future plans and stuff like this, and they kind of dwell do, do on what they're where they've been and where they're going. Okay, and in a dreamlike state, um, and it allows their their brains to rest. Um, and allows them to um, meditate as well, so it's a form of meditation. So if you're a big, um, you know, uh, fantasy buff, this may you know relate to you more. You know that that you can try that. So, and also too, um, you know, when you uh, go to bed and then you wake up after like six hours, but you're not like ready to get up yet, and that half an hour or sometimes hour that you lay in bed can also be your extended sleep. Reverly, okay. So you can kind of complete, you know, contemplate where you're going, where you've been, and just be one with your thoughts, and that provides your brain some rest. Even though you may not only get six hours of sleep, sometimes you can uh, get a little bit more sleep, more rest, more brain rest, and also too. Sometimes it fakes out the uh, the watches too, the uh, sleep watches when you have like the um, the Fitbit or the um, uh, Apple Watch. You can also trick it a little bit by staying in that kind of dreamlike state. So just an idea for you. So anyways, um, the technique of the week this week is movement meditation. So try that with your patterns, especially that are your speed drills and have fun with the, um, with doing that with the technique of the week. Now the secret phrase is reverly. Okay. So the Elvin reverly is the secret phrase this week. So, uh, try it. Okay. And uh, if you need to, you can read about it, of course, on Google. Any things that, uh, that I came up with to, I mean, I, that I conveyed to you guys today, you guys can look up on Google and uh, see more examples of it. So, anyways, um, I hope that you enjoyed our Stretching and Meditation too. And remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.